Hi, this is Carolyn Cooper. Welcome to the Mental Health and Faith Podcast, where we offer encouragement for life in this complicated world. Please join the conversation by entering your questions, suggestions, and insights in the comments. Enjoy the episode. Hi, this is Carolyn. My first couple of podcasts here in September have been about suicide prevention. But in addition to September being Suicide Prevention Month, it is also National Recovery Month. I'm really excited about the topic today because I am going to be talking about how to live a recovery lifestyle. What does that mean anyway? I'm also going to give you an assignment today and I really would love it if you would email me and let me know if you completed this little fun assignment. The assignment is, as I am sharing today on what recovery means and what a recovery lifestyle might look like, I would like you to consider how you, no matter what your circumstances are, how you can go through a process of change for your own better wellness, mental wellness, physical, spiritual, social. How can you take better care of yourself? Because that's really what we're talking about when we talk about a recovery lifestyle. But I think the first step is going to be to learn just a little bit about National Recovery Month. And I'm going to read just a little paragraph from the SAMHSA Recovery Month Toolkit that I found online. SAMHSA is the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. It has amazing information, uh, research, and resources around mental health and substance abuse. I think, you know, check out the website sometime. It has a lot of great information. But in the Recovery Month Toolkit, this is what it says about this month. National Recovery Month, which started in 1989, is a national observance held every September to promote and support new evidence-based treatment and recovery practices. It is to promote the nation's strong and proud recovery community and the dedication of service providers and communities who make recovery in all its forms possible. In other words, September is a time to focus on anything recovery-related. And I, I love this because I personally do live a recovery lifestyle. And again, I'm going to talk all about that, see, you know, help you understand what that means and how that might look. And just a spoiler alert, recovery looks different for every individual person because as individual as we are and our conditions are and our um, illnesses are, Recovery looks just as different. So we're going to start by just taking a step back and looking at a definition of recovery. I pulled this from the dictionary.com, from Merriam-Webster, from the Cambridge Dictionary, and I'm going to have links to all of the, those uh, resources in the, the show notes. But looking at those three different resources, I combined some of the definitions that they had there, and they were all very consistent, but just maybe worded in a little different way. And I came up with four quick definitions of recovery. First, recovery is the process of combating a disorder, such as alcoholism, or a real or perceived problem. Now, this is probably the number one 
uh, definition that people think of when they hear the word recovery, relating to some kind of a recovery from a disorder. There is so much more to recovery than just identifying that it's related to a specific disorder. Second one, restoration. I think that's really more of a synonym. Recovery is a form of restoration. Number three, return to health. If you have been in poor health and you're going through rehabilitation, you're going through a recovery process. And then number four is getting something back that was lost. You recover something that was gone, that you thought you would not see again. And I love this definition of recovery. Recovery is getting something back that was lost. And you'll see what I mean as we go through this a little more. We're going to drill into this word recovery in a little more detail now, starting with the re part of the word. Re is a prefix, and it actually means again and again and again. It's a repetition. So re something is you're repeating something. Cover, we're just going to look at cover, means something that you put over something else, usually to protect it a cover, a protection. So if we put those two word forms together, we have re for again and cover for a means of protection. We could say that recovery could be defined as to again protect myself, which implies very accurately that at one time we were not protecting ourselves. Anyone who has been through uh, mental illness, substance abuse, disability, uh, other conditions where you have had a setback of some kind. You know that when you've had a setback, you want to get past it. You want to recover from that setback. And to recover from that, sometimes you need to take steps to protect yourself from falling back into those bad habits or falling back into a particular medical condition. So I, I really like that idea of recovery being to again protect myself because that puts the responsibility for recovery exactly where it belongs and that is on me. It is my responsibility to live a life of recovery. In other words, it is my responsibility to, to make the choices and the uh, have the behaviors that are healthy for me. That's my responsibility to live in recovery. Now we're going to look at the recovery definition from a behavioral health standpoint. Recovery is defined as a process of change where individuals improve their health and wellness, live self-directed lives, and strive to reach their full potential. People can sustain recovery from substance misuse and more mental illness. In other words, if you are listening to this and you think there is no hope for you, I'm here to tell you, yes, there is. It is possible to recover, to live a recovery lifestyle, even with a mental illness, even with uh, the challenge of substance abuse in your background. You can learn to live an amazing life in recovery. 
I want to talk about the, the first, the three things that are part of this definition. First of all, recovery is a process of change. In other words, it doesn't happen overnight. We're not going to say one day, oh, I have this horrible mental illness. And the next day say, oh, I've recovered. No, it's not recovered. It's recovery. It's ongoing. It's a process of change. It has ups and downs, setbacks, massive advances. It is a process that is different for every individual. The second part of uh, the recovery definition is to live self-directed lives. This goes back to where I said the um, to again protect myself definition of recovery puts the responsibility on me. Living a self-directed life, that means I am responsible for my own life and decisions. I can decide to take medication if that's something that I require. I can decide not to and suffer the consequences. I can decide to get help for anger management if I'm struggling with that. I can decide whether or not to make friendships and to learn to trust people. A self-directed life basically means my life is in my hands. Now, as a Christian, my life is in God's hands. And I want you to keep that in mind as, as we're going through this. When we talk about recovery and recovery being a self-directed life, me being accountable for myself, what I want you to do is Keep that in the perspective of, as a Christian, I am never doing this in my own power. I, I can't do this in my own power. So that second part, living a self-directed life, for me, is also living a self-directed life in the direction God wants me to go, in following his plan. The third part of that definition is to strive to reach their full potential, and again, only by the grace of God. I also do want to mention when it says to the, this third part of the definition, strive to reach their full potential, that we're talking about the full potential as appropriate and uh, as possible for each individual. There will be individuals who have severe mental illness and will not live the same quality of life as someone who does not have the more severe conditions. That doesn't mean they can't live a full life. It just will look different. Their full life of recovery will look different than someone else's, and that's okay. We've wrapped up the definition portion of this podcast, and yes, I know some of you are saying, Yahoo, it's about time, but I really think it's important to understand what it means to be in recovery. We've looked at these definitions, just general definitions, and from the behavioral health side of things, and I think that uh, you may have a better understanding of what it means to live a recovery lifestyle, at least in principle. But now we're going to talk about actually. Now this is where you can really make progress on the little assignment I gave you at the beginning of the podcast. Okay, I remember I said I want you to be thinking about ways that you can improve your health, your mental health, spiritual, physical, relational health as, as somewhat of a process of change like someone does who lives a life of recovery. 
everyone wants to improve their lives. You don't have to be formally in recovery from a mental illness or addiction or anything else to want to have this process of change, improved health in all areas of life. So let's get practical. What are some of the behaviors that demonstrate someone is living a life in recovery? The best thing I can do is share from my perspective of things and then some other ideas as well. But for me, here's what my life of recovery looks like. Because of my bipolar depression, I do require medication. And so I take my medication every day. Now, there have been times where I've said, I am doing so well, I really don't need it. And again, because I am self-directing in my life, it's a self-directed life, remember, from recovery, I have made a decision to stop taking it in the past. And my husband and my family and my friends let me know pretty quickly, this isn't working for you. So I've gone back on the medication, and I, I don't think I've tried that for quite a while now. But, uh, you know, so, so for me personally, living a recovery lifestyle is staying on the medication that helps to balance the chemicals in my brain so that I can be the best version of myself. So I can be the person God created me to be. It also, for me, involves therapy. Now, I went for years without formal therapy because I was doing fine. The medicine was working. I have a great support system. But over the past few years, things have been a little rough. I have a lot of different things going on in my life. I tend to overwhelm myself at times. And I know that. So I have started back into therapy just to get a little bit of guidance as I'm navigating some really busy activities and some exciting things happening in my life, I want to make sure that I don't get so excited that I get overwhelmed that I then crash down into depression, which I have done in the past. So yes, I am back in therapy. Another thing that I am trying to do better at is, uh, for me, a life in recovery has to include my physical health. And I will just share, honestly, this is an area that I have ignored for years. It's not the easiest for me, but it's something I need to do. So this year I am trying to make a, a bigger focus on eating right, staying active, being healthy in a physical way. Probably one of the most important things I do for my own wellness is to pay attention to my spiritual life, my relationship with God. As a Christian, as a follower of Jesus Christ, he is my rock. He is my source of hope, of power, of energy, of perseverance, of love, of patience. Jesus is my all in all. He is the most important thing in my life because through him, I have an eternal future. Regardless of how things shake out here in this life, I know I will be celebrating in the kingdom of God with my Lord. And I'm so excited about that. So for me, my spiritual life is a very strong factor in my overall life of recovery. 
We'll close a little early today because I do want you to spend some time thinking about your own wellness in those different areas of life, physical, spiritual, mental, and relational. How are you doing in those areas of your life? Are you healthy or is there room for improvement? Can you make a short list of activities that will help you to improve? I want to let you know of one special day coming up as part of Recovery Month. It is this Friday, September 30th. This is International Recovery Day. SAMHSA is hosting a panel of young adults who will be moderated by Tom Codier, the Acting Deputy Assistant Secretary for Mental Health and Substance Use at SAMHSA. The panelists will discover their recovery journeys while sharing success stories and provide hope that recovery is possible. If you want to be encouraged, this is the place to be because I know personally how powerful a recovery story can be. You won't want to miss it. I do have all the details in the notes for you. Thank you again for being here and for considering what it means to live a life of recovery. May God bless your journey. Thank you for joining us here at the Mental Health and Faith podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and I really do look forward to hearing from you. For more information, check out my website at www.ingodscorner.org. Thank you 